Welcome back to Beyond the Hardwood, and thanks again for tuning in as we tap into the 11th episode of this podcast. Today's episode features Demonte Harper, professional basketball player for Grand Canaria in Liga ACB, which is the top league in Spain. Tay and I take it back and talk about his childhood growing up in Nashville, Tennessee, the adjustments in which he had to make once attending Moorhead State, hitting arguably the biggest shot of his college career and in Moorhead State history to beat Louisville in the 2011 NCAA tournament, life after college, and the experiences in which he has learned from his time playing in the NBA and his 10-year career that he continues to have while overseas. So stay tuned as I tap in with DeMonte coming up next. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Man, how everything your way, man? How Portugal treating you? Man, it's it's very nice, bro. Man, we uh, me and the fans, we just out here enjoying this time together. We don't get this type of time all the time, so we're taking advantage of it. Just being together, sharing the love, going around to one another, it's great. No, I feel that, man. Shoot, everybody's healthy and whatnot, man. That's good to hear. Shoot, you also ain't got a bad setup being like two, three minutes away from the beach. Yeah, man. That's a, that's the great thing about where we at right now. It's a resort. They got uh, they got the pool right, you know, right outside of our apartment where we stand at. Then the beach is like a five, four to five minute walk, man. It's very close. So man, that's love. My and I, we both love the pool, love the beach. So we just bounce back and forth. Just soaking the sun, being out there in the you know in the ocean, it's the ocean over here. So right, right, it's great, bro. Nah, man, that's love, man. That's love. Well, man, I appreciate you taking the time out to hop on with me, man. And uh, we're gonna kind of go ahead and hop right into it, man. So, man, let's kind of you know take it back, man. To you know, so you're originally from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, kind of talk to us about growing up in, in Nashville, man. You know, as a youngin. And just like you know, how that molded you, you know, kind of into who you are today. Man, I was playing growing up in Nashville. Man, was it was a very good experience for me, man. Um, you know, I got my mother to thank for that. She was a uh, a very strong-minded woman. You know, independent. Did her best to keep me out of trouble. You know, kept me in the sports, which you know got me where I'm at today. Just ha- just having that support and having that that woman with that type of mindset just kept me on the right track man i grew up on the, mainly the north side of town my my dad and my mom unfortunately wasn't together so he lived on the east side part of the town and you know i would just bounce back and forth from from you know where he's staying where she was at just got to experience different sides of life you know my dad was he was poor so i got to experience that my mom we were still poor but we still had enough to get by so just being able to experience you know both sides to see all sides of life especially being a young black man you know you see this and and, and like i said i had my mom there constantly just you know telling me like you know it's going to be better for you or you got things you got opportunities to, to do something better for yourself so 
you know, just growing up having that, then having it from other people, my, my aunts and my uncles and cousins, everybody that, you know, also played a part in helping me get to where I'm at today also played a role as well, you know. They also right. saw that, you know, I was in the sports. I played football, I ran track, played basketball. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm into sports. So, you know, everybody had they, they, they support and telling me, like, look, just, you know, stay at it. Keep doing what you're doing. So the experience was good, man. It was good. Like I said, I was fortunate enough to have that type of, those type of people in my life to keep pushing me to right. do something positive for myself. No, for sure, man. That's love. That's definitely love. And, and shoot, man, I remember uh, when we was playing in Nashville, I think your moms and them cooked, cooked dinner for us that one time. Yup, yup, yup. So, nah, man, yep, definitely man. got a got a great family, man, great family atmosphere. And, and kind of talk about, man, just, like, what it was for you in regards to the basketball. Like, when, when you know, what kind of sparked your interest? Obviously, when you're a multi-sport player, you know, you can be good in football, basketball, whatever the case may be. Um, but you kind of chose the basketball route and stuck with it. Yeah, man, I definitely can. It's funny how, like, I ended up playing basketball. Like, football was really my first love. Like, that was the sport I considered, man. I wanted to be in the NFL. I, I looked up to Jerry Rice. I had books about this, about Jerry Rice. Like, that was my favorite player. I played the same position. He was a receiver. I was a receiver. So, right. You know, I, I just, you know, I was really just love football. And uh, I would play basketball on the streets and, like, at the parks and, and nothing like organ, no organized basketball. So I was just, I really was very raw. Right. didn't understand the game. Just did it for fun almost, you know. So when I got to the seventh grade, I played uh, football in uh, in middle school. But then my mom's like, yo, you should try basketball. And I'm like, man, I don't want to play basketball. You know, I just do that for fun. I want to play football. I'm trying to go to the NFL, you know. So then she was like, well, no, I still think you should try it and just see. If you don't like it, you ain't got to play. Man, I tried basketball. You know, I tried when to play basketball. Fell in love with it instantly. Like, oh, man, I love playing basketball. And shit, I ain't looked looked back ever since then. I've been rolling. (laughs) Nah, I used sure. to drop the football. I was like, man, I got to high school. I said, man, I don't even want to play football no more. I'm just going to hoop. That's right. it. Man, that's all she wrote after that. No, nah, for sure. And obviously, like you said, man, you kept it going through high school. You went to uh, White's Creek, right? Yes, yep, White's Creek High. Um, and, and, you know, your junior and senior year, man, y'all make it to the Final Four. Um, and, you know, you had a great, man, high school career, man. So kind of talk to us about, you know, your high school career and, like, you know, when you started kind of getting recruited and whatnot, because obviously, you know, we both went to Moorhead State. Um, but what was it that kind of sparked your interest to go to um, coming out of high school? Well, I'll say this. When I started playing basketball, like I said, I, I still did it for fun. Like, And then I, as I kept playing, I understood, like, okay, how can I get better? So I started to do things that, you know, it helped me become a better basketball player. But still never had the dreams of, like, you know, a lot of kids who love basketball. Like, I was on the other end, you know. Right. Um, I love football. So, the, the kids that loved the NBA and wanted to make it to the league and all that shit, I didn't have that for basketball. I just did it because I just really loved it. Like, yo, this is so much fun, you know. Yeah. So, I didn't have that spark of doing it because I'm trying to get to the league. I didn't have that in high school, so I did it because I really just loved it. And then I got good at it, and I saw that I was, you know, I had some talent. 
and uh, obviously my coach, you know, Jim Nolan, RIP, you know, great coach. Been at White Street for since it damn near open. But um, yeah, I um I didn't have that, so I um I just shit just ran with it, man. Picked it up. Hold up, bro. I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> let me let me pick it up, bro. Hold up, hold up. Oh no, you good. <laughs> Off my my train of thought, man. Thinking about uh, Coach Nolan. Or, uh, yeah, you know, we were just kind of, I think we were just more so kind of getting into, you know, your love for the game. And, you know, you wasn't really even worried too much about yeah, yeah, going yeah, to college, yeah. you know. I guess to play, you know, it was just more so like kind of outlet because it was just something fun. And, yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? Um so yeah. yeah, so just you know, kind of harp on like you know your recruitment, like when you really started noticing, like yeah, like this game can like you know take me to the next level. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So I, I started realizing that when it could take my senior year in high school is when a lot of the colleges came around and started. I started drawing interest because Norman actually was the one. I think it's probably like my junior year. He came to me and it was like. um you, know, you can play college ball, like you can actually play Division One. And I was like, What? Like I really didn't have no interest. I didn't watch college basketball like that. I didn't watch basketball like that. You know, I'm still watching football and stuff like that. Just right. you know, like you said, it's an outlet, just having fun with it. So he brought that to my attention. So I'm like, All right, let me let me shift my focus because I was even slacking in the classroom, you know, wasn't even being focused there. Right. And I just shifted my focus, like, all right, if I can do this. And then my mom, I mentioned it to her. She was like, yeah, so you need to get your grades together. That's something you want to do with your life. You want to go play college basketball. You know you need to grade. So I, I shifted my focus, got my grades right. And once I saw that I can go play, that's when I just – it just – that's when the spark hit. I kept, I kept working. I kept getting better. Worked in the classroom. Worked on the court. And then those opportunities came. But the thing was, it was kind of too late for me because once I started doing this, it was kind of too late. So, like, a lot of schools that were interested, I I no ACT test until my senior year. And mm. I needed, a, you know, you, I, my GPA was, I had to get my GPA to a certain level, which was low due to, you know, the lack of not being focused in school. So, I, I was just kind of behind, you know. Right, right. And then and, and I had to drive for it. Didn't really, you know. Um, mess it up for me, but it just kind of put me behind. So, uh, through the recruitment process, Moorhead, you know, they said um, I played against uh, Barry Wortman, which he coached at Laverne High School the year before. I played with him, so he was familiar with me, so he was the one doing the recruitment process that was talking to me the most. And, uh, yeah, they just stuck around, man. I, I took the ACT maybe five or six times, you know, to get the, the right score to be qualified to get mm-hmm. into Moorhead. And, and it was them and um, a junior college from Chipotle. You know, he was uh, – I forgot the guy's name at Chipotle at the time, but, you know, he was telling me, you know, it's better if you, you do qualify, go. But if you don't, you know, you have your you have your scholarship here to come play. So those two schools stayed around. All the other ones left because, you know, I told them, and I don't even know if I'm qualified at this point. Right. So go ahead and stay around. I end up just saying, you know what? This is my only Division One offer. I'm just gonna roll with it, and I end up walking on. Mm. Yeah, man, for sure. And, and and again, you know, it worked out for you, obviously, at Morehead, man. You had a great career, and man, kind of talk about that transition, you know, from high school to 
you know, to college, like how big of a shift that was for you kind of getting just adjusted to the workouts, to the, you know, to the conditioning, because, you know, just as well as I do that, you know, that conditioning ain't light. Um, and just, you know, and, and kind of the player development aspect that kind of took your game to the next level. And that, that, that transition, bro, was one of the hardest transitions in my life, especially like physically and mentally as well but physically uh, before like college workouts anything like that man I never picked up no weight never just really worked on my body like that you know what I mean never understood the physicality of, of college basketball players and developing all their bodies especially as coming in as an underclassman you know freshman you 18 years old and you playing against seniors who you know 2021 20, or whatever you know they've been there done that older guy so it was a uh, man. It was it was very shocking for me, man. My body was whew, those workouts. I never felt nothing like this. I was shocked, and mentally, I was I wasn't there either. You know, mentally, I never had to experience something like this, especially with the you know the the early morning workouts, and then uh, waking up at six a.m. to work out, then turn around practicing again at four for, for two three hours. So. The, the 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 strain on the body man was really you know very very hard for me man but luckily I had like I said I had that support when I was young growing up I also had the support as well from my mom you know I would call her every day you know like man I can't do this I can't do this and you know she constantly pushed me and tell me like man you can do it just you know give it time you adjust and new you know right right you know, you good, you can do this, you got it. So having that support, man, really got me over that hump. And once I got over that hump, I was really able to take off. No, nah, for sure. Most definitely. And you definitely took off, obviously, you know, for those who don't know, Tay was a scored on uh over fourteen hundred points in his career at Moorhead State, man, you know, and obviously OVC, you know, first team, your senior year, you know, even the year in two thousand nine, uh you was a OVC All-Tournament team, and then obviously your senior year, you were OVC Tournament MVP, and then, you know, All-Tournament team as well, and then, of course, you know, you hit probably what's considered to probably be the biggest shot in your life in college yeah. against, against <laughs> Louisville, man, in the NCAA Tournament to, to go to the next round, and Man, just kind of, you know, talk about that, you know, senior year for you, man. Because, again, man, obviously I was a freshman, so I saw that firsthand just how, you know, how dedicated, how committed you was to just being the best player you could be. Um, and at the same time, man, you know, you carried yourself with, you know, a poise that, you know, you wasn't bigger than anybody else. You know, you was just all about winning. And um, at the end of the day, it ended up paying off for you. So kind of talk about that. And even talk about that moment, you know, hitting that shot that just kind of, you know, solidified, uh, you know, you for the most part. Because, oh, I, and I also got to tell you, because JT told me to, he was like, you his hero. Because uh, if you didn't hit that shot, you know, he wouldn't be where he is today. So he told me to make sure I uh, threw that in there. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Shout out to JT, man. Good people, good people. Man, that but yeah, bro, man. Let me start out. I say after my junior year, right? I uh, I just got extra motivated, man. Of course, playing alongside Kenneth Reed, great player. You know, one of the best to come through Moorhead as well, all-time leading rebounder. Yeah. Uh, playing alongside a guy like that, man, you even get that extra more motivation. You know, I'm sitting here playing with a, a certified NBA 
you know, player. And, uh, yeah, man, that, that, that disappointment of losing to Murray State my junior year, you know, really just stuck with me. Just yeah, constantly, every day, like, all right, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, which you saw as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Working on my body, working on my game, working on my craft. And that just needs to just carry over into, you know, that entire season with the ups and the downs. It wasn't an easy season, but, you know, the success came because of all the work. You know, not just me, you as well. All of us put in that year, man. We put in a lot of work, man, a lot. Facts, facts. And, and, and that's where it just came from with, was just the work and, and the dedication. And, and like I said, that, that motivation from, that that's that season before which carried over and we just like we all took off man that's all i can give it to and all i can say bro was right that, that's just what it was man it was that work and then like i said playing for donnie Tindall also have so much respect for a very good coach who also pushed us every single day so we could have the opportunity to, to you know even play after college and develop as people you know facts all that plays into effect, man, and, and I'm very, very blessed and grateful to have experienced that that time in, in those four years. No, nah, for sure, man. And again, like I said, man, you had a heck of a career. You know, obviously, you ended up getting a Lou Henson All American, making the Lou Henson All American team, and being named to the NABC All District team as well, man. So, oh shoot, man, before we even uh, move on to kind of like life after college man so kind of talk about what was going through your head talk about that moment like for you especially in the ncaa tournament i know we didn't kind of harp on that but uh just that moment if you remember it man just you know mm-hmm. taking that last shot you know and just you know obviously making it like i said man so so uh kind of hit on that real quick yeah yeah oh man also another moment that i'm grateful for to be able to experience man uh, Go a lot of it, you know. Of course, goes to me, but I also I also have to give credit to you know Kendall as well, players as well, everybody that believed in me at that time. Man, you know, struggling against Louisville, uh, I think I was 0 for five maybe at the time, and still to be yeah. able to say, look, we want you to take the last shot. You're our guy. That. In these moments, we want you with the ball in your hand. Right. And like I said, I, you know, part of it's me, but also I got to get that credit, man, because Terrence Hill was having an amazing game. Great game. Like, the, yeah. you, would, you would think that's the guy who's going to take the last shot. I mean, he probably made six threes that game. I gave him probably three of them. Yeah. <laughs> three of his threes, you know. <laughs> right. But, but for even him to, you know, you know, him put his his whatever aside and be take the shot. You know what I mean? So I got to give that credit to, to, to the coaches and the players as well. Y'all all believe in me. You know what I mean? And that made me feel good. When I sat there and said it in the huddle, I said it in front of all y'all, look, give me the ball, I'm going to make the shot. Yep. And I came out and did exactly what I said. You know what I mean? Facts. So, Facts. man, it, it, it's hand-in-hand, it's hand, bro, with all of us, man. And I'm and I'm very, like I said, I'm very grateful I got to experience that with, with all of y'all. Man. No, for with sure. y'all. All got to experience a moment of you know straight gratitude and just being there in the atmosphere and just being the team that you know everybody said that we couldn't beat. You know what I mean? Right. Straight underdogs and then we just come out and shock the world. So man, it was it, it was definitely 
it was one of the best, if not the best, moment of my life in my basketball career. No, nah, for sure, man. And again, man, that's just a testament to like just the chemistry of the team. Obviously, like you know them early mornings, long you know long nights, you know practicing individuals, conditioning, all that stuff. You know, at the end of the day, man, man. brought us closer. I mean, no. shoot, I tell people all the time, shoot, we used to fight in practice, like real down. Man, like, what? Used to get to it, <laughs> but like you know, at the end of the day, man, you know when we you know went to war and whatnot, we knew that you know the person standing next to you had your back no matter what because that's what we you know we trained for that's what we you know we we did on a regular basis throughout the week um so nah man again man that was a great team man i'm blessed to have been a part of it man play with you your success is obviously you know continuing to, to grow man so man let's kind of get you know into life after college man for you so i know uh obviously that year you know the draft happened kenneth obviously went i believe he went 22nd if i'm not mistaken First round. Um, yeah, yeah, he went, yeah, he went. And then um, I know you ended up getting some 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 workouts. Well, you, I know you went through Portsmouth. You did the Portsmouth deal, and then uh, you became a free agent after the draft, and you signed uh, with the Denver Nuggets, I think, summer league team, um, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Uh, so kind of talk about man, just trying to fig, you know, feel yourself out. You know, now you know you're out of college now. Now you're going through, you know, this NBA training. You know, summer league, all this stuff. And I think that that fall you even signed a contract with the Trailblazers, if I'm not mistaken, um, before going to the well, was, to D League. So kind of talk about that. Yeah. Um, so after that, man, of course, you know, we all on a, on a high or whatever. So coming down, understand, all right. I have uh, have interest with the uh, NBA team or whatever. So I think I did maybe like 13 or 14 NBA workouts with many different teams. All of them went fairly good. I mean, I, 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 some of them went really well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't get drafted, and which, you know, that happens. It was okay for me um, just to be able to experience and, be a, and play with um, or have workouts with other players that, are in the league to this day or whatever, you know, I had a workout with Jimmy Butler. He's one of the best players, you know. Right. But just being able to experience that, man, like I said, I'm also very grateful for that. You know, that that moment also helped me get to do stuff like that. And also that moment helped me carry over to having this type of career. You know what I mean? Right. So, like I said, I got to always, always give, give my gratitude to those moments and that time, you know, always. So like I said, after that process, I didn't get drafted. I ended up going to Croatia. So this is my first, you know, season overseas. Uh, yeah, man. So kind of talk about your first season overseas because obviously when you go overseas, you know, you've been in the states your whole life, and now you're in a whole new country, just you know, trying to figure it out. I mean, obviously you're there to play ball, but you know, it can kind of be a culture shock. You know what I mean? Um. So kind of talk about, like, how that first season for you overseas was and what that did, like, and what it did kind of for you, what it taught you, I should say. Well, yeah, there was definitely, like, more of a learning season for me, you know. Um, I def- it was a culture shock in the sense of, okay, I'm going to a totally different place where, you know, their, their first language isn't English, you know. So I'm right. going to a lot of places where, you know, I asked someone, you speak English? No. You know, so this was kind of the thing that I had to get accustomed to constantly, you know, 
and, and at the time, you know, like Google Translate and all this wasn't that big. So you <laughs> couldn't, like, you could just go translate something to somebody, you know. Right, right. So it, it, was, it, it was rough, but I also had the mindset of, you know, make the best out of what you got mentality at the time. You know, I went to Morehead State, very small school. I come from Nashville. We ain't a big city, but it's a it's a nice size city. You got plenty of things to do, you know. You got places to go. Man, you ain't got that so much, you know. You right. got your, you got fucking maybe five stoplights. That's the whole entire downtown, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that there, being there for four years. You uh, uh, place like this where you got to really make the best out of it. So I had the mentality anyway going there. So so much of certain other things. Only the culture shock was the the language barrier. This was the the, the culture shock to me. And uh, so when I get there. You know, the basketball part was cool, but I didn't understand in the beginning the uh, of being a, a, a professional, consistent all the time, you know. Sometimes I would get sidetracked and my focus would go shifting into something else, and I wasn't where I should have been. I, I didn't have that same focus as, you know, being at Moorhead State, being in a smaller, smaller town this was a bigger city so i kind of had a little bit more freedom i had more things to do so i lost kind of lost my focus in which i learned and after that year i learned okay if i'm gonna be a professional if i want to make this a career i need to be a professional i need to do my job every day i need to be show up every single day to make this a career you know that was the biggest learning curve for me was all right you want to be a pro act like one be one talk like one you know, and this is this was the biggest learning curve for me. Once I learned that, I ain't looked back. You know, I did, I'm going into my tenth season now. For sure, man, and, and obviously, like you said, you entering your tenth season, and after that first season, man, you uh, actually came back home for a year and did the D league yeah, yeah, with yeah. with the. Um, and that's when I signed with Portland that year. I okay. D league, my second year, I played the summer league. Had a, this was Damian Lewis' rookie year. Right. He played some of the league, played against him. Of course, we played against him that weekend day as well. But uh, played against him. Had a good game. Had a really good game. So that ended up giving me that opportunity to go to the training camp, you know, and to just see this guy as a, uh, uh, as a rookie and how good he was and see how talented he was also was another way of like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I have to really get on my shit. You know what I mean? Right. I got to up my game. I got to up my professionalism. I got to. And I gotta maintain this because they these these type of guys. What I learned from them is that their consistency in that aspect is what makes them the all stars and the and the and all the accolades that they get and accomplishments because of their consistency. You know what I mean? Right, right. I would literally just be there and amazed and like, okay, now I really understand why these dudes here. Now I really understand why. Every guy, each these guys has roles, and they are really great at what they do. It's different. They they great at what they do, you know. The elite ones, you know. They, they they great at it, and this is why they get this is why they get what they get. Yeah. So that also was was a, 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 a an experience, and I'm very grateful for to be able to see this. You know, a lot of people don't get to see these type of players and how they work. I was, you know, saw how these guys work and saw what they do, how they come in that. You know their demeanors and their their just how they they um they come in to work. You know, right, right, facts and and again, man. Also, like, also too, also hold on, also too, Lamarcus Aldridge there as well. You know, that's right. NBA yep. been in the league for a while, so I was able to 
to watch and learn from him as well. I was about to say, so kind of, how was it for you, like, being able – because, like, while you were there with them, were you able to, like, pick those guys' brains just to, you know what I mean, especially guys like LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, who who the veterans in the league at that point. Kind of talk about, you know – I know you basically spoke about, like, what you were learning from basically from their work aspect, just seeing them in the gym, getting it in, just the professionalism. But uh, what's some stuff that, you know, you've carried from, you know, that experience – being there in Portland. Oh man, the 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 one thing that always goes is the work ethic, man. The consistency. Right. That's what really what it is the consistency. To be consistent, you know. If no. you keep this consistency, that's how you. That's when. That's how you're able to last long and play. And you know what I mean. Keep make a career out of it or whatever you want to do with it. But that if that consistency is there, that's gonna that's gonna help you. You know, on the back end. And that's one thing, you know, I kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to find nowadays is, you know, it's not too much longevity in the sense you don't find, you know, too many guys like in your case, you know, going in 10 years of playing professional basketball. And obviously, man, it's worked in your favor. And most recently, man, you was you were playing ACB in Spain uh, with Grand Canary. So, mm-hmm. man, kind of talk about, man, that, that experience for you, man, just being in Spain, like just uh the atmosphere of basketball over there compared to, you know, just over here. I mean, I was in uh, Alicante for a year, so I, I know exactly how crazy uh, <laughs> them uh, ACB games can get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, man, <laughs> just, just kind of talk about that, man, your, that experience for you and, and how, you know, over these 10 years, you know, you've been a, a whole bunch of places. Obviously, you was uh, before you was in Spain, you know, you were in Italy. And you know, and, and so forth on, and even Russia. You know, you were in Russia for a season as well. Uh, so, man, just kind of yeah, talk about, yeah, man, just kind of hit on like what you've learned. You don't got to talk about what you've learned at each spot, just various spots. Like, what's some things that you've taken with you uh, that's you know just continue to help you grow, man. Man, just I was like I said, I'm, I've been blessed enough to play in different countries and you know different places see different styles of basketball and, and, and Spain is by far it's probably like one of my most favorites to play like I really like the the culture there the, the style of play um, you know a lot of smart players man everybody plays a game at a high level you know every team especially this past season I, I can't really speak on before because I didn't follow but this this past season Man, the basketball was at a, such a high level. It was really from one to sixteen, all teams played at a high level. You know, right. like you know, it, it, it's a game. You can't go to any team and think like, man, this is easy. This is gonna be a night off or whatever. No, 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 no. You gotta bring it, man. Every game. So this is the one thing I really took from this this particular year from Spain is that like, man, every team had high level players. You know, or, or play it at a high level, and this was, and this makes it that it was so competitive, so fun. When you're a competitor, I'm, most guys we play, I'm pretty sure, you know, we all competitive, man. So when you get out there, you want to compete. You like the competition. I love it. You know, that's me. I want to go against the best. I want to play against the best players. Right. And uh, that's what that's what motivates me. That's what you know. I, I, I that's my drive. You know, is that is that competition? So playing there really, you know. Showed me that, and, and I and I and I 
you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, not just me, but everybody in the world had to go through the pandemic. The coronavirus was shut down a lot, you know, especially right then there, almost at the end of the season. Boom, coronavirus, and we stopped playing for three months, you know. Right, and, right. And, and our team in particular, we was hitting the stride. You know, we was really, at that time, we was hitting our stride. We was coming together. We kind of find our niche, and then that happened. So it's kind of like, damn, I really didn't get to do it how I really wanted to do it, you know, or got to finish out to see what would have happened because we was taking off, you know, mm-hmm. especially as a team, as a player, I was getting more comfortable, you know, my first time in the league, so I'm kind of just like, you know, figuring things out, adjusting, seeing, okay, all right, I can do this, I can do that, you know. Right. And then it happened. So, this is unfortunate, but I loved it, man. I loved it. Man, that's love, man. That's love, man. I was about to say, man, you've been over there for going on almost two years now, right? Nah, uh, well, you just finished up. You, you just I, finished I up. Was in, Your first year? Yeah, I just finished in Spain. I just finished. It's my first year in Spain. Yeah, okay. I only okay. played one season. Okay. So. so, man, you picked up on uh, any Spanish yet, man? Man, just the basics, man. <laughs> Not too much to do. Yeah, just, just the basics, bro. Just enough to go to the grocery store, wherever you got to go, and just, you know, yeah, get yeah, what yeah. you need to get. That's it. <laughs> I feel well, that, that, man. That's it, bro. That's it. That's I, it. I feel that, man, most definitely. Well, man, what what advice, man? Because obviously it's a lot of a lot of young youngins that may be listening or, you know, or just kind of want to obviously, you know, get to the next level. Everybody want to get to the next level. Um, but you know, obviously, man, your story, man, just kind of holds a lot of weight to it. You know, you had one uh, scholarship coming out of high school. You know, those four years, and you played all four years in college, man, and and, and got your chance to really, you know, sh- you know, show yourself. And, and that, again, it goes back to what we've been talking about, man. That that work, you know, validated you for the type of player you were. And it's put you in a position you in today, man. So, what advice, man, would you give? You know. To some young fellas that, you know, want to play, you know, professional ball. You know, obviously everybody wants to play, go to the NBA. But what advice would you give to some du- some some young cats, man, just in regards to to the, the work at the end? Again, like you said, the consistency you got to have in order to have a long career, if this is really something that you want to do. Man, I would say the, the number one thing that I learned was, Man, believe yourself. Of course, you know, I feel like a lot of players got the work, but sometimes things don't go their way. But the most important thing is, man, is to believe in yourself more than anybody. If you have that belief and that confidence in yourself, then that makes everybody else believe in you as well. Right. If you don't believe in yourself, what makes you think somebody else going to believe in you? You know, people can feel this. We, we all very... Uh, we magnets, we enter a lot of energy in all of us. So you, if you have this inside you that you strongly believe in yourself and your abilities and what you can do on the court, somebody, somebody's going to believe. It only takes one. It only takes one person. But it has to start with you. Right. And then after that, everything else, it kind of just aligns itself because now you say, all right, I know if I want to be a better basketball player, I need to work on my game. I need to work on my craft, what I do best. That just naturally happened if you want to be better, right? Right. So that that is to me, I because I didn't, I just learned this not too long ago. You know, maybe past couple of years or whatever. It was the strong belief which I already had, but to strongly do it and consistently do it is the thing that gets you where you want to be. Right. Right. So 
this is the, the one thing, like I said, man, that's the, that's the advice that I, that I personally experienced myself. And I definitely would love to share with a lot of young and upcoming guys that's trying to make it, man. Cause I, I, I had friends that, you know, been in that situation, couldn't get where they wanted to go. I, I can't say that that was the problem, but I know for sure if you strongly believe in yourself and, and, you do this consistently and you work consistently, something got to happen for you. You know what I mean? No, for sure, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, man, I don't want to hold you up for too much longer, man. I appreciate you coming on here with me, man. You know, it's been a long time since we since we talked, man, but I'm glad we was able to reconnect and uh and definitely make this happen. Uh, man, what I usually do to end the show, man, I always ask my guests, man, if they had to recommend somebody it could be anybody that comes to your mind to come on the show, man. Just kind of share their story and whatnot, man. Who would that be? Hmm, man, that's a good question, man. Who can? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. One guy for you. Uh, well, uh, wait, what you mean? As in, like, just playing or yeah, man. In general, it, it could just, just share their story. Period. Yeah, professional. Man. It has to be professional. It don't matter. Nah, it, it ain't got to be professional basketball, but, like, anybody that comes to your mind, man, that you feel like got a great story that, you know, needs to be heard and, and so forth on, man, you know, you know, you make that recommendation, man. We definitely can make it happen. Man, well, I, I love the underdog. So I'm going to say my guy made Star Wars, bro. If you get on, get him on, if you ain't already had him, that's who I say, man. That's a, it. Got a great basketball mind, bro. No, nah, for sure. Definitely, definitely recommend him. I mean, you know, Maze, you play with him as well. You know, so yep, I gotta recommend yep. my guys. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, nah, if nah. you can get him on, be be great. No, nah, for sure, man. I true. I talked to Maze like I think two weeks ago. And whatnot, man. So nah, for sure, definitely gonna have to make that happen. But, but man, I I I appreciate you, man, taking the time out, man. I know, I know the time difference. I think it's what six o'clock over your way right now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, man. But I'm gonna go ahead and let you get back to the family, man. Enjoying that time at the at the pool and and the beach, man. And you know, don't don't enjoy it too much, man. I'm, I'm jealous. I can't be getting that scenery no more like that. But uh. <laughs> but it's, hey, it's all good, man. Hey, but I still got to get my work in at the same time, you know. I, I'm enjoying it, but I still, do, I still get my work, man. Nah, most definitely, gotta, man. I'm already knowing you're gonna work. Ready. I'm already knowing. I know you ain't gonna let yourself get that, get down like that. So, for sure, man. Well, man, I'm gonna let you go, man. But again, man, I appreciate you hopping on, man, and uh, and we'll definitely be in touch. All right, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate you for having me, bro, man. Have a blessed day, man. You know, you always can hit my line anytime, bro. Nah, most definitely, bro, man. You take care. And tell the family I'll say hello. Yep. All right, bro. All right, bro. Thanks again for tapping into Beyond the Hardwood. Just a quick reminder to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And also, be sure to follow the Beyond the Hardwood page on IG as we continue to build this platform. And until next time, remember, life goes beyond the hardwood.